0: Today's Food for the Journey will be a classic reflection of today's readings. So good, so kind, so merciful, so just. Hello brothers and sisters and welcome to Food for the Journey, which I hope it is. I really hope it is because so many people, they skim the scripture readings, or it doesn't make sense to them, and they don't gain the life-giving power that God speaks through his word. God wants us to know it's not something sensational, it's quiet, it's in our heart, but it changes us gradually. We become more and more conformed to his word, Please, brothers and sisters, take the Word of God seriously. As Scripture tells us, it's living, it's active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. That Word has the power to convict us and to comfort us, as I've said to you before. Please open your heart to that. Before we go to the first reading, let me read something to you that I think we all can identify with. From within the human heart come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. Rather than being discouraged by hearing this long list of evils that we are capable of, we should instead receive it as the confirmation that nothing can surprise or shock Jesus. He knows us even when we're at our worst, and yet we can take refuge in him, for he will make justice dawn like the light. He reveals a merciful wisdom that has happened to the Queen of Sheba, will leave us breathless. God's word is living. It's not like any book you pick up. It's not like anything you read. It's a living word. It's the power of God in that word. It's just not printed out for you. It comes from the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus to the Father. It's us. It's our God. And he wants to speak to us. Take it seriously. From the first book of Kings, chapter 10, verses 1 to 10. The Queen of Sheba, having heard of Solomon's fame, came to test him with subtle questions. She arrived in Jerusalem with a very numerous retinue and with camels bearing spices a large amount of gold and precious stones. She came to Solomon and questioned him on every subject in which she was interested. King Solomon explained everything she asked about, and there remained nothing hidden from him that he could not explain to her. When the queen of Sheba witnessed Solomon's great wisdom, the palace he had built, the food at his table, the seating of his ministers, the attendance and garb of his waiters, his banquet service, and the burnt offerings he offered in the temple of the Lord. She was breathless. The report I heard in my country about your deeds and your wisdom is true, she told the king. Though I did not believe the report until I came and saw with my own eyes, I have discovered that they were not telling me the half. Your wisdom and prosperity surpass the report I heard. Blessed are your men, blessed these servants of yours who stand before you always, listening to your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God whom it has pleased to place you on the throne of Israel. In his enduring love for Israel, the Lord has made you king to carry out judgment and justice. Then she gave the king 120 gold talents, a very large quantity of spices and precious stones. Never again... Did anyone bring such an abundance of spices as the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon? Brothers and sisters, God is right near us, right beside us, and He loves us, and He wants us. If we have any sins in our life that are big, take one at a time and work on it. Don't try to do everything. Take one. Give yourself a month. See if you can break the habit or whatever it is, or a way of talking, whatever the sin might be, whatever you've done that's wrong. Ask God for help. And work hard, and it will be given to you. The psalm today says, The mouth of the just utters wisdom. Commit to the Lord your way. Trust in him and he will act. He will make justice dawn for you like the light. Bright as the noonday shall be your vindication. The mouth of the just tells of wisdom and his tongue utters what is right. The law of his God is in his heart and his steps do not falter. The salvation of the just is from the Lord. He is their refuge in time of distress, and the Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. That's what we're called to do. Take refuge in the Lord when you're having a battle with the sin. Turn to the Lord and say, Lord, give me help. Lord, help me. And then don't just come to him when you need him. Come to him to thank him. But spend the time first asking God for help and trying your best. Don't just wait that you're going to have something that will change everything. Give to God what belongs to God. Follow him and you'll break the habit. In the Gospel of Mark today, chapter 7, 14 to 23. Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. When he got home away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart, but the stomach, and passes out into the lower Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of man, this is what defiles him. From within the man, from his heart, Come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within and they defile. Brothers and sisters, Have you just given in to any of that? Is it just a habit in your life, taking the Lord's name in vain, gossiping, trying to take away another's reputation, trying to steal whatever it might be? Brothers and sisters, God will give you what you need, but what you need to do first is that you become a follower of Christ. I've told you this before, but please, I'm not just saying some kind of pious phrase. I'm really asking us to commit ourselves to come before the Lord and say, Lord, I want to follow you, and I know I'll make mistakes, but I'll keep trying. I want to follow you. Help me to listen to you, however that comes to me might be something I hear on the radio or the TV, who knows, but something you'll hear and you'll say, that's what I'm supposed to do, or that's how I'm supposed to act, or whatever the case may be. Please open your hearts to him. He loves you. He loves you so much. You can't even begin to know how much he loves you. There's um something that Blessed Concepcion Carrera de Armada has written that I've just recently read, and I want to share a little portion of it with you. My son, give me your heart. That comes from Proverbs 23. This is why Jesus came in this world. He wanted to be loved by us. He wanted to seek out the hearts that would love him so that he might offer them to his heavenly Father. His love is the sum of all perfection, the summation of all the virtues. It is the holy life. Our lives should have a goal, love itself. God's love is as strong as death. It has wings immaculate as those of a dove and strong as those of an eagle to take us away from the miseries of earth and lift us up to the regions of infinite happiness. Think of that. Think of that. That's what God wants to do for us. Lift us up to the regions of infinite happiness. Jesus' thirst is insatiable. His depths are unfathomable. He loves and desires to be loved. He loves and in his sovereign humility wants us to let ourselves be loved by him. He wants us to ask him to love us. What do we mean by letting ourselves be loved by him? It is to receive his approach of love Even if it embarrasses us, letting ourselves be loved by him is to open ourselves to all the demands of love. This comes from Blessed Concepcion Cabrera de Armada. Brothers and sisters, she died in 1937. She was the first Mexican laywoman to be beatified. This is in your time, brothers and sisters. There are saints, even in our time. This is not just from the past. This is now. Brothers and sisters, will you open your heart? Ask God, teach me how to love you. And when it works, then ask your friends, look what happened to me. I prayed, and this is what I prayed, and this is how I prayed. It's not a miracle. A person who hears you really needs to take it at heart not to listen to it like, Oh, <laughs> good idea. This is God, and God is speaking to you, and God wants you to speak to him. Please take time every day, as I've said to you before, and we'll probably say again, It's time with Jesus that really prepares you for the day. Open your heart to Him. God bless you. Mercy is at the heart and the center of God's love for us. To help you encounter God's mercy, I want to offer you a free copy of my booklet, Captured by Mercy. To request your copy, Call 1-800-282-4789 or go to our website, net slash ffj.